When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week. Here we are in the start of March. God, it's hard to believe where the last two months have gone. It's hope everyone is off to a great start here at Q1 here. And here at Sustainable Success, again, we're all about goals and how to fulfill them. If you have any questions in regards to your own personal goals or your organization and you would like to have a third-party perspective, feel free to reach out to us at Sustainable Success. And we'd be more than happy to uh, do an assessment, check out where you are, and provide some critical insights that can help move you and your organization or personal success to the next level. Today's show is being brought to you today by uh, the Achieve Business Explosion. That's Business Explosion Conferences. They're putting on a conference in Denver, Colorado, June uh, 9th through the 10th. This is the Achieve Business Explosion Conference. And this is going to be packed with business entrepreneurs, wellness professionals, from around the world where they come together to not only network, but to really come together to create more impact and how they make it can make a difference in the industries they serve. This is a great event, not only for a mastermind capability, but a way to also uh, generate some more business and uh, the ability to really make more impact with other people that have shared values. If you'd like to check out more information about this event, you could go to achievebizconferences.com. That's AchieveBizConferences.com. Biz and again, that show or event will be taking place June 9th and the 10th in Denver, Colorado. I am looking forward to being there myself since I will be the keynote speaker, and we look forward to seeing you all there. Well, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about not selfish to live the life you desire. And I'm so looking forward to this. And we have the opportunity to be talking with Dr. Asha Rani. And before I introduce her, she is a practicing periodontist in New York City. She received her dental degree from the Stony Brook School of Dental Medicine to 2003 and completed her periodontal residency training at the Manhattan VA Hospital. Through her years of surgical practice, it became apparent that patient care went far beyond simple diagnosis and treatment, and it became her mission to integrate wellness into dentistry and incorporate a more holistic approach to relieve patient anxiety. She brings her joy to dance into her practice in the simple act of dancing 30 seconds of freestyle with their patients has opened up a human connection that is rarely seen in healthcare. I love that. In addition to private practice, she's a professor for a conscious implant training program, which teaches implant surgery to dentists in the Dominican Republic. And while abroad, she also volunteers her services to participate in Revive Mission, a dental mission serving the underprivileged communities in remote villages in the Dominican Republic. Now I could keep going on and on and on. She, you know, has an international best-selling author, uh, and you know, in over four categories with a book entitled "Who Is She?" And you're going to be learning more about that book here as well later today in the show. And I'm looking forward to hearing what she has to share. And without further ado, we welcome Dr. Asha Rani to the show. Dr. Rani, how are you doing today? Wonderful, thank you. Is all of that me? <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> we 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 make a big splash for our guests here. We we we're we're notorious for doing that. <laughs> well, thank well, you for that intro. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. We and we we always love to hear new perspectives, and I personally have so much respect for people or for doctors, especially in dentistry. I've you know I've had you know I've done some work with dentists in the past. You know, from a business standpoint. And I'm really looking forward to hearing about, you know, what you're going to share today about not selfish to live the life you desire. And I love the, the whole fact that you bring a holistic, you know, perspective to dentistry, something like you said that you don't see much of. And I'm sure the patients appreciate that greatly. And you have high retention there. So if you could give, maybe give a little backstory about, you know, your, you know, your, your journey through dentistry and you know, and, and really be able to kind of say, hey, you know, I can do what I love to do and live this life. And I'm combining, you know, what I love to do as a career and, you know, and and bring that together with my talents and strengths 
in creating this life that that I desire. If you could share that, I think that would set a great foundation for the the lis- listeners. You know, I think my um, connection with dentistry and my or my perception changed when I was do- doing my residency practice at the Manhattan VA, because when you're treating veterans. Um, you know, first of all, I understand uh, nobody likes to go to the dentist <laughs> and I don't take that personal. So the stress level in the office is already heightened. Um, but for the four years that I was treating veterans, I realized um, that there is so much more we need to do to alleviate anxiety um, and really delve into how do we connect with our patients beyond open your mouth and let me see what the problem is, because there is such a huge disconnect. Uh, in patient care, um, lack of trust, um, really not understanding what is going on. And it's kind of like a rat race of just patient after patient. Um, so after I completed that residency, I realized that there's a lot more I want to do outside of the box. Um, you know, and in my early years, I was learning a lot. And then as I was going through that, um, I realized I needed to, on a personal level, understand how I can be better for myself in terms of personal wellness and then bring that into dentistry. So, you know, in my own personal journey, I was being called for to do Reiki energy. I don't know if you know what that is. It's um, yeah. So, you know, that is outside of the scope of the medical dental field. Yeah. I, that That's again, yeah, definitely a holistic approach, not, not considered Western medicine, right? <laughs> not at all. And, um, you know, for some people it's taboo for some people it's, oh, like that woo woo stuff or they don't really understand it. And I get that. So it's not for everyone if you're not comfortable with it, but I started practicing Reiki healing, um, for myself and family and friends. And then I realized why am I not bringing that into my work? Um, and so I have, I have done Reiki healing on some patients who I are connected to it. You know, it requires a conversation, um, and it brings a different level of healthcare and a really more of a mind, body, soul, wellness, um, type of treatment, which oftentimes we are so tunnel vision in what we are treating as healthcare professionals. Um, so that really opened my practice up to real for me to make it the kind of practice I want. You know, we all don't have to be the typical, the typical, whatever that typical inside the box version is of whatever it is that you do. Um, And we need to start really opening up our perspective about what it is that we're doing and why we're doing it. I think when we get in a rut of doing the same thing every day, we lose sight of why we started it to begin with. Yeah. And for me, patient connection has always been number one. Dentistry for me now is like, it's such a habit because I've been doing it for 20 years. Um, But how do I keep it? How do I keep it energized? How do I keep it exciting for me? And stepping out of the box has been my way of doing that. Wow, I love it. And would it be safe to say that because you've you've you you haven't like done the same old, same old. And like you said, you've 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 you created a practice that you you created in like an environment that's outside the normal dental office that you go into each and every day. I would say that also, would you say that also brings more unity and engagement with the staff, either the front desk, the back, you know, in the back with the hygienist, the assistants, anybody else involved. And and that, when everybody's engaged, I mean, I would, I would just say that that would probably lead to a better patient experience overall. Oh, totally. It changes the entire energy of the office because you know, this is something that I've also done um, on dental assistants, uh, staff members, just on a personal level. And, you know, everybody has a different experience with it. And um, they understand that when there's a patient in my chair who's receiving that type of treatment, um, it's sacred and th- they are respectful and they um, are really, um, you know, it takes a village to do whatever yeah. it is that you want to do. Um, I'm not a solo person doing my job. I have a staff of people that make my job easier. And when we're all on the same page and we all love and respect each other, that's the best way that we can provide healthcare to our patients. Oh, I I agree. And, you know, it's always people's human nature to like, you know, if it doesn't hurt, then nothing, nothing has to get fixed. Right. And I'm sure like, you know, in your profession, you know, it's all about, you know, maintenance and, 
and, and, and, and doing something before it becomes a major problem. And sometimes that may require some, you know, some treatment to do that. And a lot of people are like, well, if it doesn't hurt, then, you know, I don't, I don't have to do anything, but, but when they're, but they, if they're in a safe environment, psychologically safe environment, they feel understood and related to who knows, I think they may be more likely to be open to when, and like you said, it's not just coming from you, the doctor, that, but it, it's something that's that that preparation comes from from the chain of where it starts when they come into the front desk to the to, into the chair with the hygienist. And then then that being written and it comes to you from there. So, yeah, I, I, I think that lends itself to, you know, a lot of a great experience. And, of course, it's good for your business as well. You know, patients want to be seen. They want to be heard. And in a dental office, we are already in a situation where we are physically working in their mouth, which limits the amount of time that they're actually speaking. Yeah. Which means when you are speaking, that connection needs to be pure quality. It, it doesn't, you know, it has to be where they feel like you are listening to their concerns. Um, many times you may have a plan in your head, but the patient is coming in thinking or expecting something else. And if they, if you don't see each other on the same wavelength, that's where things start to go in the wrong direction. So I love to ask patients when they come in, how was their day? What's going on? How's the family? Because I genuinely am interested. Like I'm yeah. not doing it for small talk because dentistry itself, and I'm not saying you know anything to the people who love dentistry. I'm a dentist. <laughs> but let's be real. For me, my connection to dentistry is my patients and getting the human connection. I mean, how many jobs can you meet new people every day? Oh my God. All different types, right? You know, and, and all, you know, different ages. <laughs> I am so lucky and so grateful um, that I get to have new conversations with people from all backgrounds, especially living in New York, you know, practices in, in, in New York city, you're meeting people from everywhere. So I enjoy that. And so I use that time. Um, that's my joy. Um, and that has taught me that that human connection will translate into a better practice that brings in financial abundance, which brings in more success because those patients start sending their friends to you because what, whatever it is that you're telling them, they already trust that you have their, their, be their best interest in heart. Yeah. Um, and when you're not focused on the dollar, I mean, you're not focused on how much money did I make this hour and you let all of that go, you actually end up being much more successful than, than you think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think it's a great strategy for just retention of, of patients and then, you know, you know, accepting treatment and, you know, even so on some level, probably even if they're referring people even scheduled into goal, like, you know, you're filling your schedule and there's not those gaps that sometimes dentists experience, it, you know, when somebody, you know, last minute can't come in and now you got to try to, you know, cause you don't want to be idle. You don't want your, you know, everybody sitting around for an hour, you know, so to speak, but it depends on what kind of office I get or, or office it is or practice. But, but, uh, but talk about a little bit about when we go back to the title, not selfish to live the life you desire, you know, it, it, it's, you know, if we don't fill our cup, so to speak, or do something that's going to serve ourselves, how can we really possibly be serving others through our example of resourcefulness? Like, I mean, so I, I would love to hear that from you because I, 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 that's what I, when I see the, when I hear that title, that's what resonates for me. You know, um, I went through, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. I went through a phase where um, I was feeling burnout. You know, when you are in this type of um, profession, it becomes redundant. And so I was going through a period of burnout um, where I actually was considering maybe there's some other profession or some other job. Yeah, and I, I, think, th I think that's quite common, if I'm not mistaken, with dentists. Would it be safe to say I've, I've talked yes. to my share of dentists over the years. And I've, I've heard that more than once, <laughs> you know, many, many dentists either practice alone. So there is a sense of, um, who is your community besides your staff members, but who, what peers are you collaborating with and, and talking about dentistry with, or talking about life with. So there's that part of it. Um, and then the physical mundane, repetitive action every day, um, you kind of lose the spark. 
So I went through that period um, probably about five years ago. Um, and I really had to pause because I was like, uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing this because it's not bringing me joy. I wake up and I go and there no- there's nothing about it that is is exciting anymore. Yeah. Um, and then came COVID. And so now here's COVID. And I'm sure it impacted you being in New York because it mean because it's you know it's such a depending upon where your practice is, it's such a transient, you know, area. So if you're like midtown New York, you get a lot of people coming in from somewhere else. Now if they're not coming in, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> it was like um two people walking on the street during COVID, yeah. you know, in New York City. And um we were shut down for three months because Oral health care, nobody was going in there to get any no. dental treatment. Um, so in those three months of the shutdown, I wasn't sure whether I was going to be working anymore as a dentist because I didn't know what the future was going to look like. Yeah, nobody. I, I don't think anybody knew at that point. Wow. Right. And so um, I really had to think about what is it that I want to do? And by the time I actually really delved deeper into it, all of a sudden dentistry opened up again. But now we're at work and it's slow. And it's quiet and it's serious and it's stressful because it's COVID and we're treating patients and we have four layers on double mass. And, you know, you got all these new new protocols that you got to you got to adhere to now. (laughs) So talk about trying to find joy in your profession during COVID. Um, That's a different level. (laughs) I bet. I bet. (laughs) But what I what I will say is that it was during COVID that I did find my joy again. And that was amazing. Oh, wow. Um, because I realized, hey, we're sitting around a lot. Patients are coming in super stressful, the ones that are coming in. Um, and on our downtime, I realized for myself and the staff, we need the staff energy to be back to what it was. Yeah. Um, because everybody was just, you know, isolation. Nobody come near each other. And I started, it was a day that half the patients canceled. Wow. Wow. And so the morning was just like, okay, we're just going to wait around now for three hours until the next patient comes in. And um, at that point, I said, you know what? Let's put some music on. We put some music on in the office. And I did an impromptu dance session. (laughs) (laughs) So the music was on. I started dancing. I got staff members to start dancing. I gave my phone to another staff member. I said, just take a video. We're just going to take a video of us, you know, fooling around and having fun. And that was the beginning of something new. Wow. And who would have known, who would have known that COVID would have been, in this case, a blessing in disguise that rejuvenated your career in dentistry after, you know, those, you know, so many years of doing the same old, same old each and every uh, day or, you know, that you, that you had your practice open while wow, powerful. Well, I know we got more to come with you and I'm looking forward to hearing more in the second segment, everybody. We are uh, talking about not selfish to live the life you desire. If you're just joining us, you can uh, listen to the show in its entirety here later today, here at the voice American influencers channel. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You 
You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. We're here to, uh, talking about not selfish to live the life you desire with Dr. Asha Rani. If you're just joining us, again, you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today here at the Voice American Influencers Channel and then also on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, we encourage everyone to also follow us there as we've had many of our great guests sharing their words of wisdom and insights. And this is a great opportunity to listen to the types of shows that are going to be applicable to wherever you are to move your personal success in business to the next level. So Dr. Ronnie, you had shared, you know, like during COVID, how you discovered having fun, you know, not only personally, but in a, you could do this in an office environment and, and how you discovered this during COVID. And what were, again, some of the things that you took from that and now what you're doing today that are really now going against the, you know, the norms, so to speak, in dentistry and that, you know, you can live and operate a practice the way you desire it to be? Uh, I decided to bring my personal joys into my professional career. And many times we separate work and play. We think work is work. It's the serious stuff. And play is what I'm going to do when I have free time. Um, and I changed that for myself. I said, no more. I can, I can incorporate the two and find a good balance. Um, so I love dancing. And you know, during COVID, one of my patients, um, stage four liver cancer, mm-hmm. and we had a beautiful conversation. And the fact that he even came in during COVID, I was amazed. And I asked him, I said, hey, uh, do you like to dance? And he said, I love to dance. I said, how about, how about we just dance for a few minutes? You want to do that? And he said, yeah, let's do that. Um, and I thought I was trying to teach him a few moves, you know, he was in his eighties and we took a video of that and then he started leading the dance and he said, Hey, I forgot to tell you that I'm a ballroom dancer. Oh my God. (laughs) You know, when the universe sends the people to you and things happen like that, you know, it was the most amazing experience for me. You know, I, I hope it was for him. I think it was for him because we just bonded on a whole different level. Um, and that was my 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 sign that, hey, you know what, I'm going to do this with more patience because there's nothing better than to see a patient smile and feel like there's more for them than than what they thought they were coming for. So it was a gift for me. Um, and so since then, I do dance videos with patients. I do Reiki with patients. You know, I, and I have I love painting. I have my paintings up up in the room, you know, awesome. in, in the operatory. So. I think in any profession, you know, if when you can bring your own uniqueness into it, it stands out, it feels good, and it makes your your work day doesn't doesn't feel like work. Yeah. You know, you know, it's it's great. I, I love what you just what you what you shared there. Cause like, you know, you could go into a, you know, let's say whether it's a dental office or, or any kind of doctor or you know, like a, a medical office, whatever. And sometimes the staff can be kind of edgy or maybe the dentist is not in the good mood and maybe the patient is in the good mood. And then it's just, you know, it doesn't serve anybody. But now when you got someone taking the lead, in this case, you got the, the dentist taking the lead, you know, trying to make, you know, make it fun. You're not, you know, you can't control what they're going to do. You can't even control even our staff, what they're, how they're going to behave. But, it, but, it, but knowing that if you could fill your cup and, and, and bring joy from your heart, then it all it can do is hopefully empower those people to do the same, and then it just makes it into a fun experience. And it, what you just displayed with that gentleman, guy, God rest, you know, stage four liver cancer, and he, you know, he's in his eighties, and you know, you made his day. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful, and it just, it just um, brought me back the spark into why I went into dentistry. Um, and it just really changed the game for me. So, you know, COVID was really a shifter in so many ways in, in the world. Um, but for me on a personal level, it really propelled me forward to do the things that I never thought I could do. It gave me permission to step out of the box. Um, and it has really brought me joy to, to go to work. 
I yeah. wake up and I look forward to it. That's awesome. Now, what, describe now if you can. Like, I mean, you talked about how this that that one, you know, that that experience, you know, led to you know so many other things you're doing. Like, is this something like now, like do when you when you have maybe a, a huddle with your staff, whether if that's every day or whatever you do, is there is do you, is it that you interject some of this fun? I mean, I'm sure that impacts the communication in a positive way, not let alone the engagement as well. You know, it's it's really free flowing um, because every patient, every procedure that you're doing is so different um, and you have to get a feel for it. You have to really be in touch with your intuitive sense to know when is the right time, who would want to participate, because, you know, many people when you when you bring up dancing, <laughs> that really that really forces many people outside of their comfort zone um, and when they see you doing something that you enjoy doing, it's contagious. So if they yeah. see you laughing and really into it, all of a sudden they're like, okay, maybe I'll try. So, you know, my staff members know and they'll say, oh my God, so-and-so is here at the front desk and, and they're just sitting alone in the waiting room. And if I happen to have a free moment, I'll go up there and I'll say, hey, what are you doing? Let's hang out. Um, so the staff members, they're all so excited when videos like that are done and I do it with them too. So it really has become the norm. Um, yes, it becomes a little louder in the office, but and all the <laughs> other patients that are being treated by the other dentists who work in the office are like, why are they having so much fun? <laughs> What's going on in that room? I want to go there. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's contagious. It, it really is. It's energy and, and it's uh, contagious. Oh, I, I love that. I love that. What would you say, like, again, like, you know, this is something like, you know, I, I mean, from what you described to me, I, I feel like this can transform so many things in a, in a practice overall. Like it, it can, you know, a lot of times, if you know, people won't connect the dots. Yeah. Like, what's that going to have an impact on bringing people together or com improving communication or how could that lead to more, you know, treatment, acceptance of treatment and, you know, whatever, but they, a lot of the, it, but if they really think about it, you know, if people when they're relaxed and having fun, are more likely going to be accepting of of suggestions and ideas that maybe at the time they were like, eh, you know, that that's not important to me. But now maybe it is now important to me because they feel more relaxed. Their guard is down, and they're more they they're going to listen more, you know, in terms of what you know what the doctor's recommending. Yeah, and I would say before the patient, it starts with the practicing dentist or medical doctor. Yeah. Um, personal wellness is is key, and we yeah. don't spend enough time talking about it, doing it. You know, um, there is a mind-body-soul connection that I strongly believe in. And, you know, when I was going through some low moments in, in my personal life, I had to reach out and figure out ways to um, improve myself. And as I started doing that, um, it was very obvious. You know, the energy that you bring into a room, people can feel right away. So even if the patient is nervous and then they see a doctor come in in a hustle and a bustle and talking fast and not connecting, that is already two chaotic energies in one room. It's not whatever you do is not going to work. Yeah. So even if the patient is nervous, but they see a really calm, collected, laid back person walking in who's speaking with confidence, who's connecting. That in itself, already you're establishing a trust that they think that this person looks so calm in doing something so serious. I, I'm going to listen and I, I'm, I'm going to want to hear them and ask them questions and see whether this is where I, I want to stay. And uh, so it, start, it started with me. I could not expect any patient to be relaxed if I myself was not. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I, I think a lot of times people don't realize how I mean, a lot of times we might be oblivious to our communication style, our behavior. It might not be in alignment with what we're saying, our attitude, our how we react rather than respond to situations and people and our action. You know, all of those five congruently working together. And if they're not favorable, you know, it just creates just more like a more negative vibe in wherever you are. And that just, you know, right. can be also contagious, but in this case, not in a good way. <laughs> right. And then I also feel that, you know, healthcare providers treat patients often 
the way they also run their own personal life. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you know, you have patients that say, oh, I went to so-and-so dentist and he said I needed this. But now I see this dentist and they say I need that. Why is everybody telling me something different, right? And my answer to that is dentists will treat you based on how they think, whether a tooth should be taken out or whether somebody wants to do everything they can to save it. You know, we, we live our life a certain way. Some people like to get everything done in one shot and some people like to go baby steps. Yeah. Um, but as, as, as a provider, you need to present all the options and do what the patient is comfortable with. Yeah. And I realize personally, um, I had to make some shifts in my perspective. You know, I was trained in, in placing Botox and dermal fillers about 10 years ago. And I found myself, as I started that practice, eventually convincing patients that they did not need the Botox. Yeah. You know, I would have women come in and say, oh, can you put some Botox in my forehead and my crow's feet? And, and I would look and I would say, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. You don't need the Botox. No, you don't need it. Trust me. Later on, when you need it, come back. And I was convincing them not to get it. And then I stopped it completely because I felt very uncomfortable placing Botox in patients that I thought, you know what, they're so beautiful. I really don't want to do anything like that because I think they don't need it. Well, and like I, I said, I mean, my right, mind. yeah, I mean, what I love, what I just heard from you, I mean, you were just acting out of integrity and, and doing the right thing when no one's looking. And, you're, you know, those values, I think, are also very strong. And I, I, I personally always pick up on values in a, in a business or a practice or anything in my, when I, when I've either come in at either as a patient or a customer, or even if it was a, you know, somebody I was working with that, you know, as a client, I pick up on those values. And I think they're so important what you just described there, you know, you're doing the right thing, you know, and you know, right. if they decide otherwise, well, okay, that's on them. But, but you, you did, you know, you, you were stating the truth and, and so on. But but here's where I made a big shift in that. This was about six months ago. As my perspective about life changed and, you know, my changes in my own personal life, I realized, who am I to decide if somebody thinks that they're unhappy with any part of their body? Who am I to say you need something or don't need something? I think it's a very personal choice. Sure. But I realized yeah. I had to step out of that role of, um, you know, to tell someone you're beautiful, you don't need it. In my heart, I can still believe that, that you're beautiful and you don't need it. But if it makes someone feel good, then who am I to say no? You know, like beauty is a personal choice. Whatever makes someone feel, feel good is a personal decision. And if I can help you, then I will help you. If I feel comfortable doing something, then I will do it. So that's when I had to step back and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to make any judgments on beauty. I, I'm going to be an expert in my field. And if you would like my services and right. I'm comfortable in what I'm doing, then I will do it. So for me, that was a big yeah. shift to bring Botox back into my practice. Wow. That's fabulous. So in essence, like what you were doing, instead of being directive and telling people, hey, you, you know, you don't require this. It's like, hey. My my professional opinion and my view would be you don't require, but I I'm only sharing this information with you because you get to decide what's best for you, and right. in this case, if they decide otherwise, no do doctor, I I I want I'm I would like to go through with the Botox. Okay, right. that's their that's their wish, that's their decision. They made that choice, and but you, again, they know that you did the right thing by being honest, and again right. again evident of those values. Yeah. So, you know what? And that, that that's why I continue to say you can keep changing your practice. It doesn't have to be the way you started 20 years ago. Things evolve. People change. World, The world changes. Um, you have to go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. So true. I love that. And and it's so and I'm, I'm sure that you 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 know, you've seen a, a, a change in your employees, I guess their attitude and they're, you know, they're will, they're willing not to play it too safe. If they don't understand something, they might feel more comfortable. Oh, I don't understand this. Can can you point me in the right direction? Where sometimes when people feel they're going to be judged or you don't know that, they're going to be, you know, they're going to hold back and not say anything and play it safe. No, communication with staff members is key um, for me. And, you know, some people like to have a really 
clear black and white of professional, um, professional quote, professional behavior and personal behavior. Um, for me, there's, there's a blur in that where, you know, when I'm running my, my practice, I want it to be high end. I want it to be professional, but I'm your friend. You know, I'm my dental assistant. We talk about life. We talk about what's going on in, in each other's homes and it, it keeps us connected, you know, in a way that we understand each other and we see each other. And if somebody's having a hard time or a tough time at home and they say, Hey, I'm, I'm going to come in late today, you know, certain things like that, you have to be able to be on the same page. And that's what keeps us going together. It keeps, keeps our workday very healthy and very fun. Wow. That's great. And again, and again, would you find that, you know, not, not every day is going to be, you know, perfect, right? You know, there, there's off days, but for the most part, you find that the consistency in that, 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 you know, the way you see it and having fun, you know, the consistency does pay off, you know, it, it, it becomes more, more now consistent in terms of how it impacts people in a positive way. Yeah, certainly. And when you have the same staff members that still want to work with you, that means something. Oh yeah. You know, especially in today's, today's environment. Cause there's always, I know, I know that personally, because that's what I do as a consultant and coach. I come in and you know, they come in me to bring in, fix these problems, but, but, you know, I, I what you're stating is music to my ears. <laughs> yeah. And the problem starts with you before you want to point your finger. Oh, it does. Yeah. That's why I said what to the title, <laughs> not selfish to live. You know, you got to fill your cup. If you're going to, if you're going to be an example and be a resource for others to do the same, no, no doubt about it. Yeah. So true. Anything else? Cause we get, we're getting close to the, the break here in about a minute or so. Anything else that you would like to add to what you shared in the next 30 seconds that you can, you know, summarize or anything you like to add from what you talked about? I would say that if you are a business owner, um, to be successful, really learn where your connection is with your office and with the people who help you run it. Because once that foundation is, is solid, um, there is nothing that can stop you from being successful. Yeah. Powerful. We hope everybody that's listening again, you know, take notes, you can listen to this show again in its entirety here later today at 3 p.m. East Coast time or anytime after again to listen to the show. There is a lot of great information that Dr. Ronnie has shared. Again, we hope that even the dentists and other doctors that are listening take note. This is some great a great person to learn from and how you can revamp your attitude and how you look at your practices and again even your business. Again, this this is not just for doctors but for business as well. We're going to go to break, everybody, but when we come right back, we got more to come with Dr. Asharani. And again, we're talking about not selfish to live the life you desire. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us again, we're talking about 
not we're talking about not selfish to live the life you desire with Dr. Asha Rani. Again, this is you can listen to this show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Influencers Channel. Again, any of you that are seeking uh, business acceleration strategy, revenue acceleration, and an opportunity to increase your profit margin, reach out to us here at Sustainable Success Coaching and Consulting. One of our uh, members would be happy to, to take an assessment and also provide you a complimentary assessment to see where you are and where your revenue can be. We can uncover hidden revenue and it will cost any aspect of your business without spending an additional dollar on advertising and marketing. Feel free to reach out to us at chris at, chris at sustainablesuccess.net or you could go to sustainablesuccess.net, our website, for more information. So, Dr. Ronnie, you had uh, you really laid some really great information about, uh, you know, just about how we can revamp and transform our businesses, in this case, your practice and how you can make it fun again. And I know in you came out with a book, uh, Who Is She? And I know that's something that you wanted to talk about here from that. And it's something I, that I hold dear to my heart because it's something I do every day. It's part of my daily routine. Can you talk about that, what you're going to share with us and how this also can impact, you know, your business, in this case, your practice as well? Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about personal wellness um, and personal joy. You know, I love writing. So I did write a book uh, that came out last month. It's called Who Is She? The Journey Beyond Being a Mother, Wife and Daughter. Um, And it was more about me reconnecting back to myself. And, you know, somewhere along the journey, sometimes we as people get lost in playing the roles. You know, there's a role that you play at work, a role that you play at home. Um, And I was going through that um, situation where my kids were getting bigger and I kind of felt lost. Like, what do I what, what do I do with my free time? And in that hamster wheel that we all get stuck in, how do you relieve, you know, how do you find stress, uh, uh, stress relief? And meditation has been huge for me these past few years, um, connecting me back to myself. And I discussed that in the book because we need to learn how we can manage the daily stresses of life. Mm -hmm. You know, big things happen here or there, but just the daily. And, you know, I reached out to a wisdom teacher, a shaman, and he taught me how to meditate. You know, I had so many rules about what I thought meditation was. You know, it has to be a certain way. You have to sit in a certain way. You have to act a certain way. And, you know, he opened the door for me to understand that there are no rules. Stop placing the rules. And that first time where I closed my eyes and it was an experience that, you know, when you watch, when you listen to people talk about meditation, if you don't meditate. Um, you know that there's something about it because people talk about it with such great vibrancy. I would hear people talk about it. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm so busy. I'll do it. I'll do it sometime. I'll do it. I'll do it. And I never did it until sometimes you hit rock bottom in your personal life. And then all of a sudden you're open to doing everything. Cause you're like, I just need help. Um, so meditation for me every day has been so grounding and at the same time has, open up my intuitive senses yeah. and learning how to connect with myself and patients and people in the world, your perspective just changes. And then you realize, you know, sometimes you don't need to go on a vacation to find peace. No. Matter of fact, I, <laughs> it's just the opposite for me. <laughs> I, I get more pleasure just being in my backyard. Like you said, just, you know, look, watching nature and meditating. I, <laughs> you know, it, we don't have to escape the daily life and whatever career you have, there's stresses in every career. Um, we don't need to escape it. We know how, we just need to learn methods of how to face it in, in the same environment. So how do you stay aligned when everything around you feels chaotic? Um, so I strongly, you know, believe in meditation. I have brought that into my private practice. I have taught young men, 20 year old men, from the Bronx, um, how to meditate. And for me, that was such a game changer and eye opener that, you know what, anyone can do it. And talking about it is key. Um, learning how to connect like that is key. And, um, you know, there's not enough that I could say about it. It has changed my life. No, I agree. I, I, I'm a big believer in meditation. I've been meditating consistently 
every day for the last 24 plus years. It was life-changing for me. Meditation, I journal right after. It's uh, I, the, the two, I call it the two cornerstones of my daily routine each and every morning. That's part of making my bed, you know, going to work out, take a cold shower, you know, read a chapter two out of a book and then review my daily goals. But meditation, I, it, let me know for you that it was a lot, not only did it like provide more clarity, it allowed me to get away from my self-limiting beliefs and begin, it changed my thinking. Like I, I it, it, it improved my communication to myself and others, my behavior. I became more assertive rather than passive aggressive and my attitude changed and I had more patience and I, I could relate to people for where they were. I could see things for what it is, not what I thought it should be. And it just changed everything. And, and I, and I, and I love it. Can you share like by, by doing it every day, what, like, what, what did you personally see for you? Cause when you said that, if it transformed you and how you looked at things, obviously you were going to come across to your staff and your patients in a much favorable way. You know, so it changed my perspective. I could have experienced the same situation prior to meditation and it would have gotten me all riled up and stressed. And now the same situation again, I'm faced with, but once you meditate, it puts all of that in perspective and it gives you a new outlook. And then whatever was stressful doesn't feel as stressful anymore. Mm. Um, So I did bring meditation into the office our entire staff has sat together several times, um, and and it's it's a it's a time that you have to block off the schedule to say, hey, this is what we're going to do. Um, and after that, you know, the response is, can we do it again? Because some people have never do it; they're they're not um, comfortable, and it just opened up the door for people to feel something that they may normally never feel if if they're not exposed to it. So yeah. it has changed um, the dynamic in the office. Um, it's it sparked conversation beyond dentistry because our world is just not what we do at work. Um, and then for me, it's just um, a way for me to reset every day before I enter the office. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing quite like be having clarity and more focus and not feeling you know where you're scattered and cluttered and disorganized and. You know, and then I get caught up, you know, like how I used to back in the day and multitasking everything I do and and thinking it was productive when in in actuality it was counterproductive, you know, because my energy was not focused on one thing in that moment, you know, that in it, like you, like you talked about earlier, it's energy. And if you focus 100% of that energy into something, well, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a better outcome more likely than the other way around. And I still actually, I do meditate at work. Oh, I love it. (laughs) <laughs> there are times where patients have to reschedule or there's a cancellation or somebody's 15 minutes late. And I try to use that. I mean, you know, writing charts and all the, the the typical things, fine. But, you know, when I have those moments, I will be the one sitting in the patient chair and I will recline it and I will put my headphones on and listen to music. And the staff knows, everybody knows she's meditating. <laughs> they will only come in the room if it's something important, otherwise they just look and they keep walking. So I do that for myself because, you know, it's a busy day. You're, you're running around, you're doing a lot of things. And it just brings me back to, you know, the peace and the calm that I want to bring into the room when I, when I see a patient. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And like you said, you're, you're being, you're being, you're, you're being an example for, you know, everybody, you know, that's there and, you know, and hopefully it's rubbing off on them where maybe even if they're meditating a few times a week, at least it's better than nothing. But through that consistency, I know for me, it changed my, it, it was like, I re I rewired my brain. Like it was like, like resetting the hard drive in a computer. I know for me, <laughs> it's like a rebirth every day, you know, yeah. what you feel, what you see. And, um, and it doesn't just have to be sitting quiet and closing your eyes. Yeah. You know, you can be meditating, Um, And I do this on my train ride to work. You know, you can still sit there and just be present, be mindful. Yeah. That's huge. Be mindful as a healthcare, as a healthcare provider is there's nothing like it. Yeah. And I, and I find that, you know, in addition to, you know, your advice as a dentist, you know, you're also giving, you know, maybe if somebody, you know, that strikes up the conversation, you're giving them more value indirectly on something that can help them you know, whether it's Reiki or, or, you know, uh, meditation or some kind of other holistic practice that can help them. 
You know, I, I went back to the Manhattan VA where I started this conversation about residency and treating um, veterans. I went back and I did a whole meditation mindfulness session with the residents on one session, with the dental assistants on another session, because the, the topic of mindfulness in dentistry is so important. Yeah. Um, it's not talked about in dental school. Um, it's only beginning to become something to talk about. So um, for me, it was full circle. Wow. I love it. I love it. And you, you've shared so much information and I know we're getting near the uh, end of the show and I want to make sure that people get to know you and reach out to you. You, you. I would love you to share about how people can contact you, anything about where your practice is, where if they're in the New York City area, they can come visit the practice and also get their hands on your, your new book that just came out. Sure. So you can follow me on Instagram. It's Dr. Underscore Asha underscore Tooth Fairy. <laughs> um, and you can email me from there. Um, my book, it's called Who Is She? The Journey Beyond Being a Mother, Wife and Daughter. You can find that on Amazon. Um, and I'm looking forward to an amazing adventure going ahead. Thank you so much for having me. This has been wonderful. Oh, no, pleasure, Dr. Ronnie. I, I think, I mean, you you shared so many great, great insights and, you know, so transparent. And, you know, we 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 honor that here, here at Sustainable Success. We're all about core values here. And and this is how people relate. So, you know, that your energy is just definitely contagious. In the in the next thirty seconds, as we we approach the, the towards the end of the show, any other final words that you would like to share or leave with the listeners here and those listening later? So I would say, you know, when I start in the beginning, it is not selfish to live the life you want. You are the master of your life. Create it the way you want to create it. Step out of the box. Don't worry about the rules. Don't worry about what people are going to think. Live your life from your heart, and everything else will follow. Wow, that is powerful. Well, everybody, we we highly encourage you to reach out to Dr. Ronnie again and reach out to her on Instagram. You also could go on Who Is She? Again, her book that just came out on Amazon. Get your hands on a copy of that uh, for yourself, maybe perhaps somebody that you care about. It could be a great gift as well. It's got, got a wealth of information, and we encourage everybody to listen to this show again so much great information because perhaps maybe there was something that maybe when you listen again, it will click and resonate and help you to shift and how you could approach your business in a different way that can move you forward. That's what we're all about here at Sustainable Success and the subject matter experts that we bring in. Dr. Ronnie, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us here today. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. All right, listeners, we thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. Till then, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.